Hey everybody, this is Jay White. Welcome to the Get Copywriting Clients podcast. Today's episode, so glad you're here today. Uh, hey, I just wanted to, before I get into the content, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, many of you have have uh, reached out to me and, and expressed appreciation of, of what we're doing here. Um, you're getting some good copywriting tips. You're getting some good client generation tips as copywriters and freelance writers. And uh, you're letting me know, and I appreciate that. If there's anybody out there that's that uh, as well that appreciates what uh, what I'm delivering and and is getting something from it, is taking something that I'm teaching and applying it and seeing results quickly, I would love to know about it. So reach out, comment, share, um, um, uh, let me know what's going on. I've got uh, there's get copywriting clients uh, Facebook group out there. You can just do a quick search. It's out there. Um, would love to hear from you there. I've got all kinds of things going on. Copy leads now, free copyright, free copywriting job leads delivered to your inbox every single weekday, absolutely free. Uh, a list of 10 of the red hot, uh, the, the hottest and the uh, remote based, uh, copy leads for that day. Those are yours for free. Just sign up and I'll start shipping them to you. Um, so much going on, uh, about, uh, uh, you know, getting more clients. If you want to, I mean, if you want to shoot right for the, uh, the big, <laughs> uh, the big stuff, I've got coaching programs. I've got a group coaching and a personal coaching program that, uh, you can find out more about that at jwhitecoaching.com. That really, uh, gets down to the nitty gritty on where, what we do to get clients and, uh, how I can help you either in a group format, uh, with weekly Q and a calls or in a one-on-one format with weekly calls that you and I are, you know, that we go to town on. And uh, just a little tidbit on that, the one-on-one program that I have actually involves a done-for-you marketing service. Uh, after you and I work together and I, I we get everything uh, client ready for you, websites, samples, web copy, everything is perfect as it can possibly be as we work together to do that. Uh, I teach you my marketing method, and then I say, okay, I'm going to prove to you that this can work to get you talking with prospective clients quickly, and I actually do the marketing for you for a full three months after that. It's a six-month program, um, and uh, you know, three of those months, I'm basically doing all the marketing, all the legwork, all the, you know, the heavy lifting for you. You're just sitting there and replying to messages that you get from prospective prospective clients that say, Hey, when can we talk? And so if that's something that interests you, uh, I would love to help you out. I take on very few clients in this area since it is so intensive, since I have so much going on. Um, uh, and, and I work with these people so closely. So you want to find out more about that jwhitecoaching.com. That's jwhitecoaching.com. Okay. Today's episode, let's jump right into it. Uh, this is what I call the secret to making your email subject lines pop. As you, um, a lot of you already know, um, I have a course over at uh, AWAI called Email Copy Made Easy. It's one of their best sellers. I've written for uh, emails for a lot of the top tier marketers over the years, and uh, I've got you know I've got a, a reputation for this. That's why I'm able to to teach it and uh, help other copywriters to write better emails. And this one is all about subject lines and to to uh, kind of get into this, let me tell you a quick story uh, about a Christmas gift I got one time. Uh, I don't know. I was probably about 10. I got a Christmas gift called tip overs. Okay. Now if you're my age, which is, 
in that uh, early 50s range, <laughs> you may remember these. Tip-overs were these little makeshift dominoes, and they were uh, they looked like dominoes, except they didn't have the numbers on them. They were black and white, and and, uh, and on one end they were specially weighted. So when you lined them up on their edge edges and toppled them over, they made you know they made the kind of the wave motion, and uh, they were specifically designed just to do that. Now I can remember, you know, spending hours at the kitchen table holding my breath, you know, while I carefully placed hundreds of these colorful little plastic pieces one by one next to each other and hoping you know, that I wouldn't bump the table with my leg or, or the dog wouldn't shake the tape, run up and, you know, <laughs> shake the table, ruin my masterpiece. If you've ever done this, or if you've ever set up the dominoes like that, uh, uh, you know, to watch them all topple each other over, you know, how, you know, uh, painstakingly long it takes. And then, you know, how one little mistake can ruin everything done. So when the final you know, tip over was in place. I would gently push that first one to start the action and a lot of work would result in a few seconds of delight here, but pretty cool, you know, nonetheless, um, especially, you know, when you're 10 years old, then I'd set them all up and do them all again. Now, recently I was reminded of this while crafting some email copy for a client and it kind of hit me. The subject line of your email does the exact same thing as that first tip over, Right. Okay, let me explain how this works. As an email is basically just a series of steps. Each step must lead the reader to the next in a natural, smooth, flowing motion. And the subject line is obviously the first of those steps. Once it's clicked on or, you know, tipped over, it starts the reader on a forward journey through the email with each piece of copy moving seamlessly along until they take some sort of action, which is usually, uh, in this case, a click through, right? So, you know, you, you open the email, you read the first line, then you read the second line, then you read the third line, you go to the next block, you read that, you know, you just keep moving through it. And it, it, it's paramount that you make this happen as smoothly as possible, but without the initial push to get everything started, right? The message is never opened and it's never consumed. Everything after the subject line sits dormant because it never got seen, which means the subject line is obviously a crucial piece of this puzzle, right? Now, I can hear what you're thinking here. So, Jay, that means we should always write the subject line first before we get into the email copy, right? I hear this all the time. And it would certainly seem that way. I mean, when you start a piece, you're thinking, okay, what's the first thing on, on the page? It's the subject line. What's the first page on the first thing on the sales page? It's the headline. What's the first, you know, uh, but to be honest, that's exactly what you do not want to do, okay? And here's why. In my experience, the best subject lines are those which sort of just kind of spring out of the copy, all right? Not the other way around, okay? I found that writing the bulk of the email copy first will usually produce a really good subject line without me even knowing it right? It all happens something like this. I start the process by coming up with the theme for the message, usually sparked by a story that ties it in with a specific want, a need, a desire, or problem that the prospect is experiencing. Now, if you've gone through my email copy made easy course, you're nodding your head right now because this is a big piece of it right here. This is kind of the crux on where all the other parts of the email copy uh, stem from, right? And then I just start writing. I get that story in my head. I tie it in with a want, need, desire, or problem. And then I just start, you know, letting it pour out of me. I let the copy take me 
wherever it leads. And this is very important. If you're writing and it's a struggle for you, if you're writing and it's a big effort for you, you need to step back and kind of take a breath and just, and, and just let your, your inner uh, talent, your inner a mojo, so to speak, just kind of do what it wants to do. Let the muse take over here. Okay. If you're trying too hard, then it's going to hurt your copy. You need to relax and just let the copy take you where it leads. Now, sometimes, you know, I'm moving through a piece and, um, I get to a certain spot and it just kind of dead ends, you know, and I have to, so I delete and I start over and I just say, okay, I'm going to try this other angle over here. And I move through and see where that takes me. Other times, I mean, the inspiration and the ideas are coming so fast and furious that my fingers can barely keep up with what's going on in my brain. It's like my brain is like three, three or four lines ahead and I'm trying to, you know, keep up with that. Um, so, you know, if you ha have been a writer for any amount of time, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes you're sweating and you're pounding the desk and you're like, ah, why don't the ideas come? And other times it's like, Boom, it just comes right flowing right out of you, right? But more often than not, in these cases, you know, whichever road I take there, whether I have to kind of try a few times or it just pours right out of me, I end up with the bones of a pretty good email. Okay, something that I can really add some muscle to with some tweaking and some editing, right? Now that's when the subject line usually comes in. Because once you've got the basic elements of your email copy down, need to go back through and look for those statements or phrases in that copy that pop out at you. Okay. And you'll kind of know what you, what I mean when you see them, these are these clever little idioms that really make the copy sizzle and stand out from the crowd. Now it might just be a few words. It might be a sentence. It may be just an idea, but you should have at least a couple, if not several to choose from in your copy, if you've done it properly. Now, simply you know, take those words, those phrases, or those ideas and craft a subject line around them. Because here's the thing, if they pop out at you, if they kind of, you know, jump off when you read them, they go, Ooh, that's a cool, or Ooh, that's neat. If they pop out at you, they're going to do the same for your readers. And that's going to generate a higher open rate for your clients. If you take that idea and slide it up into the subject line, you see how easy that can be? Okay. Now I'll give you an example here. Let's say that uh, this whole podcast is an article, which actually it is. It's a blog post that I put out a few days ago. I'm just kind of summarizing it for you here. Um, and as I go through it, you know, this article, there's some things that jumped out at me as possible subject line, you know, um, fodder, so to speak. Um, one of them was the domino effect. You know, I thought that could be a good, a decent subject line. Another one was just one push and it topples over. Okay. A little bit of mystery there. Some intrigue. I'm not really sure what, what all that means. There's that could, there could be something there. Um, another uh, suggestion is your copy is balancing on one thing. Okay. Now it's more specific to copy and balancing tying in with the tip over thing, right? The one thing deal be always being very popular in subject lines and headlines. So that's a possibility. Here's another one. <clears throat> Excuse me. The secret to making your email subject lines pop and pop being in quotation marks. Okay. Uh, that, that one's not bad. The secret is, is always, you know, kind of a popular little thing to use. If you follow Russell Brunson and, and click funnels, you'll know that he has about 
80 products with the word secrets at the end of it. <laughs> um, so that, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good suggestion there. And the last one uh, is, do you make this mistake with your emails? Now that is going towards the question format, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more in a minute. And it's also kind of playing on the same type of headline that we've seen over the years proven to work in direct response, right? Um, and so all these different subject lines are good and all of these could work. And that's just a few that I came up with after I got this article put together and I'm like, okay, what would I, how would I put a subject line in this article? And, uh, you know, as you can see, one of them seemed to jump out at me a little bit more than the rest. And that's why I called this article, the secret to making your subject lines, your email subject lines pop. So, um, but any of these other ones could have been, you know, have done just as well. And the, the key is to, you know, test, obviously, you know, send one subject line to a uh, hundred people on a list and another subject line to a hundred people on a list and so on and so forth. Now here's three more tips that are going to help you write more effective email subject lines. Okay. So number one, this is what I just referred to earlier. Pose your subject line as a question. Okay. Pose your subject line as a question. Here's the thing. When you're asked a question, your basic human response is to answer, right? Either verbally or mentally, whatever. It's just ingrained in us from when we were toddlers when somebody asks us a question, we are programmed to answer. It's what we've been trained to do, and it still pertains today. So when you ask a question in a subject line, it subconsciously moves the reader to find the answer, which is where? Inside the email. Now, the result of this is more opens. This is something I use all the time, and I'm telling you, it works all the time to get people to open. They naturally want to know where the answer is, and the answer lies inside. They have to click uh, to open the email. So this, that's a great way to pose a subject line. Now, uh, number two is a formatting issue. And this is uh, um, what I have found that works really, really well. If you put initial caps only in your subject line uh, letters, and that's if any, okay? What I found is that subject lines in all caps, I, I have a lot of students that send me uh, emails for me to critique and use them on their um, as samples on their websites or in, in, you know, when we're marketing and they're doing something for a client and then I get to critique all that stuff before it goes to the client. But anyway, a lot of times I'll get subject lines that are in all caps and that is a no, no. You, that is something you don't want to do. That just shouts at the reader and who wants to be yelled at? I mean, especially right out of the blue, you just open your email box and boom, somebody's yelling at you. That's why statements in initial caps where the first letter of each word is capitalized, each main word, okay, is capitalized, are more standard and acceptable. And some email marketers have found that no capitalization at all results in slightly higher opens as well. This is where the testing comes in again. The best thing to do is test several versions, see what type of, of um, subject line formatting your client's list responds to best. I have found lately that uh, I'm doing a little bit better with the uh, with, um, Maybe like an initial cap on the first word, kind of like you're starting a sentence and then the rest of the word in lower caps. But it all depends. You know, it just depends on, on the market. So, but don't go all caps on a, on a subject line, okay? Now, number three is using quotes from your email copy, okay, to, as a subject line, as a piece for your subject line. A great quote can garner a lot of email opens. And here's why. 
we are curious, curious people. If we see a standalone quote that generates interest, it's almost automatic that we'll search for the who or the what or the when or the where or the why attached to it. Okay. Which of course lies inside the email. But one thing to keep in mind here, make sure the quote and all the information regarding it is actually inside the email, right? If you put something up there in quotes, in quotation marks, and they read the email and they don't see that anywhere, right? That's nothing. I'm telling you, it's so frustrating. You get hooked by an interesting quote only to be disappointed because the message didn't deliver a payoff, right? So follow these simple principles watch your clients' open rates shoot through the roof or the open rates for your own products go right through the roof. And remember, if you're in need of more email copywriting clients, I've got just the thing for you, 500 free copywriting job leads, all remote-based, all red hot, and delivered to you on a silver platter in your inbox over the next 90 days every single weekday. You can have them starting as quickly as tomorrow. Who wants them? Who wants them, guys? Copyleadsnow.com is the place to get those. Copyleadsnow.com. Get on my list. Let me send you some leads. Let me get you some jobs, okay? Um, Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys joining me today. I hope you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye.